Here's a question for you. How would you feel if one day, you found out that the man or woman you love so dearly to death decides to give her love to another? You would feel angry, cheated, betrayed. Is that right? So our Heavenly Father, God, is not happy with whoever that is wasting his love. In the book of Hosea, chapter 2, the Bible talks about a woman who deserted her first love, God, and took to prostitution with Baal. She was blessed with foods and her wealth was multiplied by God. But in her state of prostitution, her God-given gifts were given up for Baal. Yes, she lost them, all the blessings. God decided to punish her and her children. You can imagine what you would do to that woman if you were the husband. Her so-called lovers gave inferior gifts and she was swept off her feet. By the time she realized her errors of running after fake lovers, God was going to take all from her, she was really ungrateful. At this point of her life, a lot of people would have given up on her, thinking her life was over. She might have even given up on herself, because she lost all. But God was not done with her. God was going to restore her and she would call God, my husband, of course. God was her husband, her first love, instead of Baal, the counterfeit, she was to be reinstated. What a loving God. That's not all. God would cloth her with mercy, goodness, love, and justice. What a very rare and prestigious privilege. God would make her a faithful bride. Seriously. Was she dreaming? Oh my God. The earth would be blessed for her sake. Her children will no longer be cursed. She was really favored. Regardless of how shabby, shattered and wrecked one's life is, God can remodel and beautify such lives. We don't have to reason it out. His ways are not our ways and he's the most loving lover. Why would you give up on yourself, when God has not given up on you, and he can never? Does this mean we can do anything? No, we should not take his love for granted and never allow enticement of this world take us away from him. God bless you. Now, let's talk about the prayer of Jabez. The Prayer of Jabez, Summary The Prayer of Jabez is about making a decision for the extraordinary. It starts with taking a reflection and seeking God's face for what he had promised, so they can come to life. It is making a decision to do more than expected. The writer made a statement that I'm summarizing as resilient, persistent and consistent prayer life. There is a need to reach out for a life that will be more honorable for God, nothing but God's fullest blessings. This is a call for responsibility, jumping into the river of God, allowing God's grace and power because he has a great plan. There is a mystery behind the name given to a child. However, God of miracles and new beginnings is more than able to remove any evil attachment to one's name when prayer is said. The writer classifies blessings as supernatural favor from God. It is not in us to decide how he blesses, it is more important to trust him. Our responsibility is to ask, and make it a daily habit to ask God to bless us. God's kindness is proof that it is not anything but what we want to be and asking for it that matters. Through prayer of faith, 
We can change the future on our knees. The future in this context is the next second. We should begin to look at ourselves with eyes of faith. We should ask God to enlarge the opportunity that will bring him only delight. Even our homes are a powerful arena on earth to change a life for God as well as to nurture someone to love God. We should yearn to do more for God, making God's business our business. In whatever vocation, our calling is God's work on earth. Christians tend to get used to the word, that the word does not have the original impact in their lives. The word has never lost the supernatural power, but just being denied by Christians. There is a need to be earnest in pleading for opportunities to honor him. If we pray according to his will, he answers. Dependence upon God makes heroes of ordinary people. We need to put faith to action, thrust in his hand will guard us. God's hand is the filling of the Holy Spirit. He is always there to help us. While praying for God's blessings, we should also pray to be kept from evil. As much as we need strength through temptation, we should remember to simply ask God to keep us away from evil or temptations, and also the devil at bay in our lives. The writer emphasizes the need for this prayer, that we will not have to fight unnecessary temptation. To be free from deception and half-truth is very important. Sin definitely comes with pain and grief, so we should be very watchful to avoid sin. We should plead to be kept from the powerful pull of what feels right to us but is wrong. We need to rush back to God's presence. It is best to labor along in prayer, casting ourselves up to the Lord to move in us and on our behalf. God favors those who ask, and holds nothing back from those who want and earnestly long for what he wants. Now is the time to let God work in our lives regardless of what he chooses. This is a challenge to us for a 30 days Jabba's prayer retreat. The transformation is certain. God bless you.